Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled, He Gets Us, But Do We Get Them? There were nearly 183 million people that watched all or part of the Super Bowl 57, which premiered two spots from the group He Gets Us, costing an estimated $20 million. So who are He Gets Us? If you go to their website, you'll not find a clear answer to that question. Under the About Us section, they state, quote, He Gets Us is a movement to reintroduce people to the Jesus of the Bible and his confounding love and forgiveness. We believe his words, example, and life are relevant in our lives today and offer hope for a better future. So what's the underlying objective of He Gets Us? The best way to answer that question is to pull a quote from their website. It reads, quote, Our hope is that you see how Jesus experienced challenges and emotions just like we have. We want to provide a safe place to ask questions, including tough ones. Ultimately, we want people to know his teachings and how he lived while here on earth. And this will be a starting point to understanding him and his message. So it's really pre-evangelism in my view, uh, similar to Acts 17, Um, I would call He Gets Us basically a movement focused on pre-evangelism. The emphasis is on Christ's humanity, not his divinity. Christ, while on earth, was fully God and fully man, a hard and unwelcome concept for many seekers and unbelievers. So this ministry takes a step back to focus on the humanity of Jesus, how he understands our pain and frustration, rather than the Christ side of Jesus, full of commands and demands from Scripture. It really brings up the issue of the definition of witnessing and evangelism uh, in America today. So is there the plan of salvation from He Gets Us? Well, when you search the word salvation on the website, there are only two results. The first is titled, quote, Jesus Chooses Forgiveness, unquote. It offers a point that Jesus forgave those who put him on the cross. It ends with a quote, even when rejecting hatred and resentment was hard, Jesus chose forgiveness. He offered that forgiveness freely, and his call for us is to do the same. The second um, result is titled, quote, He Gets Us Has an Agenda, unquote, and offers a large-lettered statement, uh, quote, How did the story of a man who taught and practiced unconditional love become associated with hatred and oppression for so many people, unquote? The copy goes on to state that ideology, by which they mean theology, is both divisive and contrary to Jesus's ministry. That it was just uh, another tactic used to, quote, intensify our deep cultural divisions, unquote. They state that, quote, our agenda, which means their agenda, is to rediscover the love story of Jesus. Christians, non-Christians, and everybody in between, all of us, will resonate with that love story. Clearly, witnessing and evangelism must include the plan of salvation, which is absent from this ministry's website. But is there a need for a precursor 
given today's cultural climate, is he gets us presenting a method of relationship building in advance of the gospel. So again, this ministry is not going to save anyone, but that is not its intent. He gets us as designed to reshape the view of Jesus from a God of commands and moral absolutes that appear contrary to our cultural ethics and conditional ethics to his humanity filled with love and compassion for everyone. There's no attempt to convince one to view Christ differently. No biblical reference to 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, or Luke 10, 27 on loving our neighbors. He gets us as focused on stating their view without debate, and we all need to love others regardless of who they are as Jesus did. So the focus is on a horizontal relationships, man-to-man, rather than defining or establishing vertical relationships, man-to-God. So the answer is no. The plan of salvation is not to be found on the website. Clearly their version of pre-evangelism is a version of progressive Christianity focused on breaking down social barriers and strengthening human relationships rather than spiritual ones. However, he gets us does promote contacts through a chat application, email, and phone. One would hope and pray these individuals have the knowledge and freedom to transition to the gospel if given the opportunity. So let me present a, a biblical illustration that's somewhat of a parallel to he gets us. In Acts 17, Paul in Athens recognized that the city was full of idols, verse seven, uh, 16. So he began where his audience was when he said, quote, For as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. Paul, knowing those in attendance at the Areopagus, had an interest in spiritual things, but knew that they had an interest in spiritual things, but little knowledge of a singular supreme God. And so he chose to start at the beginning with their worship of an unknown God. It was an initial step in relationship building. However, Paul, unlike he gets us, took theology much farther, focusing on the need for a vertical relationship with God and the impact of his judgment on mankind, verse 31. So a biblical Christian perspective. To be honest, I'm torn in my view. Spending $20 million on an advertising campaign, introducing He Gets Us to the public during the Super Bowl, is a dynamic move. However, in their attempt to be slick and cater to a fast-paced demographic, much of the video left more people confused than having a clear picture of what He Gets Us is all about. Regarding the title of this post, so far I'm not convinced that we get them. The ministry is being criticized by both evangelicals and those with a secular ideology. Many evangelicals and Christians in general believe the movement is wasting money that could be used elsewhere for sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ ending in the plan of salvation. Many with a secular viewpoint See, the same waste of funds that could be better spent on social programs aimed at equity and equality. Further, though much of the funding comes from anonymous sources, Hobby Lobby, and others who have been outed or tagged with supporting an agenda of anti-LGBTQ and pro-choice. So time will tell in the funding 
and the approach focused on the humanity of Jesus, whether it will transfer to a full Christology of Jesus. If it does, then praise the Lord. If it does not, then sadly, I'm not sure $20 million and more costs to follow will be seen by biblical Christians as good stewardship. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.